Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Materia is Welcome to Matt D'Elia is Confused. This is Matt D'Elia, a.k.a. M. Diesel, a.k.a. Pastor M. Diesel. Why Pastor M. Diesel? Because today, as you know, oh ye faithful listeners, it is Sunday, and that means it's time for another Sunday service with Pastor fucking M. fucking Diesel. To that old country church to hear the songs of praise, songs of praise. How the people would sing, it would make the rafters ring at that old country church. Shall we gather at the river, the beautiful, beautiful river? Gather with the saints at the river that flows from the throne of God. Oh, I'll never forget at that old confused church how the glory of the Lord came down. And the children would smile as they shouted down the aisle of that old confused church in the sweet by and by. We shall meet on that beautiful shore in the sweet by and by. We shall meet on that beautiful shore. Then on Sunday I'd see all my friends dear to me at that old country church. When we kneel down to prayer, everybody would be there at that old country church. Leaning, leaning, safe and secure from all alarm. Leaning, oh, leaning, leaning, leaning on the everlasting arms. Now the years have gone by, and so many have died at that old Confucius. Wow, that's so fucking morbid. The lyrics, they don't line up ever with the fucking tone of the song, but we love it. We love it. And that song is called... That old country church, the old country church, but obviously I was replacing country with confused because I'm smart. Because I'm clever and because today I'm filled with the Holy Spirit, even though I don't believe in it fucking at all. A little update, uh, Hank Cunnaman, Hank Cuntman, uh, who I love to play, one of my favorite, aka least favorite people on earth, uh, 
Pastor, oh no, Prophet Hank Kuntman. I'm sorry, Hank Kuntman, the prophet that we all know and love, and I, I, I haven't heard back from him. So I wrote him another message, inviting him on uh, the show, and he's he's not going to do it, you know. But I got, I'm going to keep pushing, going to keep pushing until, like other people have, they just finally buckle and say yes. But he's been back on his shit. He, uh, more than any other so-called prophet, absolutely refuses to back down from his prophecy that Donald Trump actually, A, actually won. B, I think he's on some, he still is president shit. But the best thing about Hank Kuntman right now is that there are a few holdouts that are like, I wasn't wrong. And Hank Kuntman has the best reasons as to why he wasn't wrong. Mind you, he was wrong. He's wrong about almost everything he says, but he likes to get mad at the people who write to him, his listeners who believed his bullshit, who believed that Donald Trump was actually still going to be president, even though he fucking lost. So his congregation, his congregation basically was like, hey, cunt, hey, <laughs> hey, cunt, I was going to say. Hey, Hank, K, you said Trump would be president, and he's not. And he gets mad at them, and he fucking airs out their shit during his sermons. Hey, man, let it go. Move on. Everyone will be fine. But he's holding on for dear life to this Trump is still president thing. And, is, and of course, he's been fucking back at it. He was back at it this last week, and I'm going to play you a little piece of that right now. This is one of my favorite things that he's favorite aka least favorite things he's said yet so i'm excited to the prophets are no there's been a lot of you know signing of petitions and accountability they're calling for for the prophets i have no problem with the statement of accountability in the prophetic i have no um no problem with the statement to identify prophets and what they are and false prophets what i have a problem with is their statement or their stance a, a lot of times people they're standing he literally just said, I have no problem with their statement, but what I have a problem with is their statement. So there you go. That's Hank Kuntman in a nutshell. Here he goes. Keep going. Um, it's amazing. Nobody wrote a letter and thanked me. Uh, oh! The, the other presidents and, all, all, and, and even President Trump. And No, but as soon as something didn't look like it happened, boy, they jump on the bandwagon to attack you. And my question is, how many of those people that are attacking... A, are, are you a prophet? Oh! So how can you, the, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 14 that the prophets are to judge the prophets. That's what it says. If a prophet is to prophesy, okay, let the others judge the other prophets. That's what he was speaking about. And so, you know, are they prophets? Do they stand in a fivefold office of a prophet? What? Second, do they have a positional grace and an authority by God? Just because you're a prophet doesn't mean that you might be called to be a prophet to the nation. Wow. Okay, Fucking finding loopholes in the Bible. I love it. Different rank and file and, um, responsibilities that are given to the prophets or to any fivefold office fivefold. And, and and so you look at the list of people are they prophets yes or no second if they are prophets have they been assigned by jesus <laughs> the lord of the church this is a holy thing to prophesy to a nation hey man have you have you been chosen by Je have have what was the phrase the exact word he used hang on are they prophets 
Yes or no? Second, if they are prophets, have they been assigned? Oh, yeah, it was assigned. Have you been assigned by Jesus to be the kind of prophet that Hank is? And what he's getting at is basically, first of all, if you're not a prophet, you can't criticize me and the prophecies that I make that are wrong. So you need to be a prophet. Not only do you need to be a prophet to criticize me, but you need to be a prophet assigned by Jesus to criticize me. Oh, so no one can criticize you? Because no prophets ever have ever been assigned by Jesus? Also, no prophets ever are actually prophets. They're just people who say they're prophets and say some shit's going to happen. And sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't. Just like all of us everywhere in the entire fucking world. We make predictions or fucking we name our hopes and fears. And sometimes those things happen and sometimes they don't. When they happen... It doesn't mean you deserve to be thanked because you're a fucking prophet. And when they don't happen, it doesn't mean shit. That's just being a person. However, this asshole, he can't just be like, I was wrong. He can't do that. And then he gets mad at people who believed him for now saying, hey, you got this wrong. I put all my eggs in your fucking basket. Just such. He's just like upping, upping the asshole ante. Upping the fucking asshole ante. I really want to have him on. I really want to have him on the show because um, I want to confront him about that specifically. About upping the asshole ante. With arms wide open. No idea why that popped in my head. But guess what? I've been fucking singing that song since... It came up on the podcast and I played that song. I've been singing with arms wide open for over a month. So that's deeply unfortunate. But what are you going to fucking do? Um, here's a new... I found a fucking new guy. A new guy for Pastor M. Diesel to take a look at. Now this guy... I don't want to get ahead of myself. I don't want to overstate it. I don't want to get overexcited. But this fucking guy might be the best guy. He might be the number one best guy of all these fucking idiot guys. The number one most, uh, what? Absolutely out of his shit pastor guy. This guy calls himself a bishop, which let's fucking... Once and for all, let's face facts and agree out loud that nobody knows what a bishop is. Beyond the piece on a chessboard. No one can tell me or anyone what a bishop is with any kind of actual confidence. They can lie about it. Like Hank Cuntman would probably make up some fucking lie about what a bishop is. But no one really knows what a bishop is. And I challenge any of you to uh, prove me wrong. But here's, this is Bishop Larry Gators. Um, I'm not even going to preface this at all. Besides, it's a Zoom thing. It's a Zoom like interview thing. This one's got video. And it's of him talking to two other people. Uh, and they're just fully fucking agreeing, which is 
crazy. And you know what I'm just realizing now? It's really crazy to say what he's about to say, but it's actually crazier to be like, yep, that's exactly right. Yes, you are right. It's, it's for some reason, it's like it makes it less crazy if you think it's true, but on your own. But if you say it out loud and someone agrees with you, those people are immediately like they've outdone you in the crazy. So here, here we go. Tom Hanks is dead. New oh! Tom Hanks is dead. Just to open like Tom Hanks is dead. Okay. Tom Hanks is dead. Newsflash. <laughs> Tom Hanks is dead. That's right. Okay. That's right. Joe Biden is dead. Yes. Okay. Come on. He took the the shot. Clintons are dead. Okay. okay. Yes. You got clones running this country. Okay. Right. See, I got the testicular fortitude. Oh! What needs to be said? Why? Because I'm a man of God. Amen. Mm. You have to truth. Truth. You got these I mean, just by saying nothing in response. You have to. You have to. Truth. Truth. He just said Tom Hanks is dead and Joe Biden is dead and the country is being run by clones. Also, just to add there, since when does Tom Hanks run uh, the country? Well, I, I, I don't want to lose my 501c3. Oh, so on. we have to use wisdom. Stop, what? okay? You need to sit down and shut up. What? That's right. That's right. Okay. Exactly. So exactly. Trump is surrounded by the military. Mm-hmm. And- Trump is surrounded by the military. Okay. Mar-a-Laga. Yes. Mar- in Mar-a-Lago. Okay, you don't even know how to say words. Is surrounded by the military mm-hmm. at Mar-a-Lago. Listen to me. Donald Trump is surrounded by the military at Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> also, Tom Hanks is dead. And then the other two people. Uh-huh, that's right. Uh-huh, that's right. Fucking what? You just say anything? You can literally say anything to these people as long as it's within the fucking range of the shit they want to be true. Yes. Trump has the nuclear codes. That's right. Trump has the military who turned their back on Joe Biden. That's right. That's right. No. Trump has Air Force One. Patriots, QAnons. President Trump is still the president. I mean, fucking, no, he's not. What the fuck? I have to, I have to get him on the podcast. Because I need to, uh, look, I mean, I can, I, I, I can guess kind of as to like what it would be like if I said, okay, stop there. Let's just take it down a notch. Let's slow down. Tell me how you know this. And then I'll be like, I have my sources at the fucking whatever military. Okay, okay, okay. who? And I'll be like, well, I can't really tell you because it's confidential. Okay, okay. What can you tell me though? Just take it real, take it real slow, Bishop. Bishop, we're going to take it real slow. And you're going to tell me as much as you can, because obviously I don't have the fucking top secret clearance or whatever, the security clearance that you do. You know so much more shit than me. For example, that Tom Hanks is dead. What's with the Hanks thing? Why are these people all obsessed with Tom Hanks? 
I mean, I'll tell you who I'm obsessed with. I'm obsessed with fucking Chet Hanks. And I got another new guy for you. This guy, you know how some people look like they're regular guys, except their face got like smashed and it's all smushed together. They're regular guys until like at the very end when God was making them, because obviously all these people think God made them all. And then God just like took a mallet to their face right before entry into the into the uh, world. But this guy is named Todd. So before I play Todd, Todd I want to talk about how Pastor Todd, being someone called, and I believe he calls himself this, Pastor Todd is actually the dumbest thing anybody could ever be called. Pastor Todd. If you're named Todd and you're listening to this show and you like this show, I'm sorry. Not for any of those things besides your name is Todd. Todd, you need to confront your parents. You need to confront the people that forced you to be named Todd. Todd? Imagine, okay, I'm going to walk you through this. You spend nine months preparing this baby for the world, carrying this baby to term. The baby is born. It's this joyous, beautiful occasion. Many people who have children say it's the best moment of their life. And then this beautiful baby life, totally innocent life, completely ahead of itself. And you say, hi, Todd. You're just speeding up the process of making life suck. Usually babies have like a, a few years before life sucks for them. Not Maybe not usually, but ideally, they certainly have the opportunity to have life not suck for at least a little while. But then you slap it with the name Todd? No wonder he became a crazy person pastor. He had no fucking chance, Todd. All right. Well, anyway, here's Pastor Todd. He's also, his last name is Coconato. Todd Coconato? Coconato, he had the sickest last name and his parents decided to shit all over that and put Todd before it? Even if it was just something real plain like Matt. Real plain, real regular. Matt. That would be fine. Fucking James, James Coconato, fine. Kevin Coconato, fine. Todd Coconato, you're just wiping your ass with that opportunity for a really cool name. Anyway, here's Pastor Todd Coconato. Voter ID. Oh. They don't want voter ID because they know if there was voter ID, they'd lose. Just like they lost last time. Okay? Just like, and by the way, if a, if a pipeline can be hacked... You're telling me an election can't be hacked? Oh, by the way, the context for that, if you don't know, you might not know. I hope you know. If you don't know, get your head out of your ass. But the, the there's a major pipeline. Uh, I believe it's called, what was it called? What is it called? The Colonial Pipeline that the hacker group Darkseid hacked and sort of held up for days. And that's why there was this fear of a gas shortage uh, on the east coast in the southeast but um it was a major major problem but 
It's being smoothed out. They say it's going to be better this week. Anyway, that's what he's talking about there. Come on. Come on, man. Come on, man. Rome is burning. Okay. While Rome is burning, well, you can't even go to the gas station right now and get gas. You can. But you're telling me, hey, just don't say anything controversial, Pastor Todd. Don't say anything controversial. No one says that. Be careful. Really? Well, that's how we got to this mess that we're in right now, where they're calling guys, girls, and girls, guys. I mean, that's just, how we got to this mess. Just going all over the place. Just like, it's like grievance grab bag. Just right-wing grievance grab bag. That's what these motherfuckers do. When they don't know the th- next thing to say, they're just like, ah, b- fucking trans people, you know? Uh, oh, fucking uh, gay marriage. Uh, 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 Muslims. Fucking right-wing hot-button grab bag. We're trying to shoot you with chemicals. Tell you that you can't travel if you don't do it. Show me your papers. Oh, here we go. Vaccine passport. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? No, we were made for a time as this to take a stand. We were made for a time as this. this is Joe Biden's America, but really, this is the enemy's America and what we're seeing right now. He's trying to play his his last stand, his last hurrah. What? Trying to make it like it's the end times right now. But no. He's overplayed his hand because this is the time for the church in America to rise up, to stand up. No, absolutely not. The church in America has been standing up since the inception of what we all call America I would say it's time for the church to sit down, finally, at long fucking last, just sit down. Sit down. Anyway, it's a million degrees in here, so I'm going to take a fucking break. Um, And I will talk to you in roughly a minute. Okay, don't go anywhere. Matt D'Elia is confused. We'll return right after the break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I'm back. And Sunday service continues. One day I was a walking. One day I was a talking. One day I was a living, even sing. And I wouldn't believe it. And I wouldn't receive him. No, I never knew I needed such a friend. Started seeking. Searching for the man, looking for that man of Galilee. I started praying. Really, words I'm saying. Come on down to glory and set me free. Don't you know I've been running in my feet, clapping in my hand, 
shining from my heart, just a dollar from my mind. Brighter, brighter, walking, talking, singing, shouting. God said that we would believe it. God said that we would receive it. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, my Lord. Then he really should have been there when he set me free. Here's the thing. They're so happy. Here's what I don't get. Why are all these fucking people I'm always playing on the show so fucking mad? Furthermore, why are none of their songs ever mad like that? You ever think about that? I do. I think about that all the time. The songs are happy. The songs are upbeat. The guy's singing about how Jesus is his new friend, and he fucking now has him in his heart, and he's singing and dancing and hugging and shouting and fucking loving everybody. Why don't Christians do that then? Do you know what I mean? And if they don't do that, why don't their songs reflect that? It would be more it would be more truth in their advertising. Do you know what I mean? But they don't do that. I think that they think they're fucking happy and warm and welcoming and pleasant even though they are fucking not. For instance, I think I've played this dude before, E.W. Jackson. E.W. Jackson is not singing and dancing and loving everybody. And yet, he's a really big fucking pastor. Very, 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 uh, you might say, hateful. Exclusive. He excludes outgroups. For fucking instance... One of the reasons why I speak so vehemently against the scourge of homosexuality, okay. it is a double sin against God. It's okay. an abomination to God. It is a double sin okay. because it is the sin of fornicating because all sin outside matters. Absolutely forgot what he was going to say after fornicating because he thought about having sex. And he was like, whoa, sinning right now. You hear that big pause? Here. Because it is the sin of fornicating because about all fucking. sin outside marriage is fornication and sin in the sight of God. You can't have a same-sex marriage. No such thing exists. Oh, you want to you wanna bet? You want to fucking bet, E.W. Jackson? I could introduce you to a lot. A lot of gay people I know who are married. What are you going to do about that? What are you going to do about that? Also... When are you going to write a song? When are you and your fucking Christians going to write a song that reflects how shitty you are? When are you going to do that? All your songs are about being fucking loving and open. But you're not like that. You're not fucking like that. You're shitty. You're mean. You like to kick people out. You like to tell people what the fucking rules are. From a book that was written 2,000 fucking years ago in which the rules are not fucking clear. Okay? They're up for interpretation and you interpret them in a way that is exclusionary and fucking mean. 
Write a song about that, motherfucker. You can make one up. If you want to be a society in rebellion against God, you can just make it up. Sounds good. But that's all it is. Just fiction. It's made up. Oh, what's the Bible? What's everything you fucking believe and talk about? That's made the fuck up. That's way more made up than what you would call the scourge of homosexuality. If you're homosexual, you just want to fuck people. You want to fuck... If you're a man, you want to fuck other men. If you're a woman, you want to fuck other women. That's not made up. That's what they want to do. You're making shit up, E.W. Jackson. When are you going to write a fucking song about making shit up? Living a life based on shit that's fucking made up. Write that song. But in sight of God, it doesn't exist. Shut up. So you're committing the sin of fornication, number one. But then you're committing the unnatural sin that the Bible calls it. calls it unnatural of lying. I mean. Having intimate relationships with someone of the... And sexual relationships, relationships with someone of the same gender. That is unnatural. It is an <clears throat> abomination to God. In the Old Covenant, it lists that in the same position. In the same position that it lists bestiality. Sleeping with an animal. Yeah, I said it because the Bible says it. All right, man. You said it because the Bible says it. Well, if you said something because the Bible said it, I don't listen to any of the things you say. That's the deal. Oh, there's more. There's more from my new favorite guy. Larry Gators. Bishop. The Bishop. Have I fucking heard this one? Let's let's listen together. Let's discover a new Bishop Larry Gators soundbite together. That's what Sunday service is for. Okay. Now, Bo Biden, who oh passed away, supposedly of brain cancer. Yeah. Now, my two contacts in the FBI said oh, that was boy. a lie. Oh! Bo Biden was a sacrifice okay. for the political rise of his father. Okay. Just like the first wife of Joe Biden, Nelia Hunter Biden, was a satanic sacrifice okay. going back to 1972 that will give way for the rise of the political career of one Joe Biden. You know, I talk a lot of shit about these kinds of people, but that one, that one sounds legit. That I think that 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 that's right. I think that um, Bo Biden didn't die of brain cancer and was in fact a satanic sacrifice in exchange for the uh, successful political career of Joe Biden on behalf of Satan, obviously. And I think that that's true of his first wife as well, who they say died in a car accident. But I think this guy's right. I think that was a satanic sacrifice as well. He has those two sources at the FBI. Um, so I kind of believe that one. Is that what people do? Is that what people do when they hear that shit? They're just like, ah, huh, yeah. 
Yeah, I think so. I think that that's right. With arms, wide open. People are just out of their shit, man. Just totally, totally, totally out of their shit. Well, I have so, there's so much. There's so much of this shit this week. For some reason, these last few weeks have been so hectic on the, on the crazy religious right. Like, obvi- I mean, obviously, they're always extremely hectic. But this is like, th- these la- this last couple weeks are on another fucking level. <laughs> Um, bishop, you know. This I've played this guy before too. This guy's is, this guy's that guy who goes by uh, praying a medic. He's like a huge QAnon uh, conspiracy theorist. A lot of well, I guess when they were still allowed on Twitter, he had a huge, huge, huge following there. And is still like on a bunch of podcasts and shit. His head looks utterly like a cue ball. Um, uh, his real name's Dave Hayes. Um, but hearing, okay, so this is a bit more like political than religious than the last couple, but hearing these kinds of people talk about, it's crazy to just hear the way that they rationalize the really fucked up elements of their uh, a wing, I guess, or, or far, far right part of the political spectrum, let's say. And I thought this was kind of, this was like, you know, you, you know, sometimes when someone's just talking and talking and talking, you get them to talk long, long enough, they say something that's unbelievably exposing and you're just like, oh, you just did all the things for me. I don't need to do them anymore. You said all the things that I would say about you that I would expect you to deny, but you just did it all for me. So here's here's uh, Dave Hayes, a.k.a. Praying Medic, uh, just sort of like revealing uh, the fuckedness, you know, the fuckedness in a way that these guys don't always do. It's important for um, any movement to have both extremes and the moderates because the people on the extreme, they force the the establishment to negotiate with the moderates, right? Mm -hmm. So if we're in the the moderates, if we're in the middle, if we're advocating... Let me tell you something, Dave Hayes, a.k.a. Praying Medic. If you're in the middle... If you're the moderates, we're all fucked. But go on. Uh, peaceful means to transform the country. The establishment is going to have to negotiate with us because they don't want to negotiate with the people who are advocating violence. Mm-hmm. And that's just how, how society works. It, it's, it's necessary to have the extremes. It's necessary to have people that are you know, calling for violence. I, I'm not saying that we should, but those people force the establishment to negotiate with rational people like us who are nonviolent. He's basically saying we need violence. I think they're talking about the insurrection at the Capitol, which I, oh man, I was watching some fucking shit. Uh, some, uh, 
or actually just to finish that real quick, he's talking about how they need the violent side of their party so that moderates like him, which what the fuck? You're not a moderate. You believe QAnon shit. But so moderates like him can seem less crazy. But so they need actual violence so that the extreme can seem so bad that people like him can slide in and be like, hey, I'm not the bad. I didn't fucking storm any buildings and threaten to kill fucking the vice president. So now you got to listen to me. Hey, Dave Hayes, here's a hint for you. Nobody's ever going to listen to you that isn't already listening to you. Okay? Um, but I saw, speaking of the fucking insurrection, January 6th, now the Republican Party, it's like, I think that they think it's been enough distance where now they can just say true whitewashing absolute gaslighting bullshit and i saw a fucking congressman his name's jody heiss which is could you be more from fucking georgia your name's jody heiss uh he's like super christian super 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 fucking reactionary right wing and he actually was saying he was actually fucking saying that if you watched video of the quote insurrection without context you would think it was just people going on a guided tour of the capitol building taking pictures and being peaceful and just looking around hey man you can't lie like that when there's video footage when there's so much video footage of the people who are there being violent loudly yelling what their real reason for being there is. Those lies don't work. That shit kind of shit might have worked during Vietnam when there wasn't constant fucking video and footage of the horrendous war zones. Politicians could lie way better back then. Uh, somehow there's still no recourse for these people when they lie that fucking bad. But the recourse has to catch up to the fact that you can't even tell a lie like that anymore and have a non-crazy person believe it one look at any footage from any of that shit is immediately alarming and nothing like a guided tour of the fucking capitol building what are you even talking about you piece of shit with arms wide open by the way by the way the guy, Scott Stapp from Creed, with arms wide open. He has a fucking sex tape with Kid Rock. Did it, we all know this? Did the world stop and pay attention to this enough? Because I don't think it did. Because I didn't know about this until a bunch of listeners of the show wrote to me about it after I was fucking shitting on that song and talking about how Scott Stapp is calling for with arms wide open. I have an identical twin, and he is Colin Farrell. But yeah, Sex Day with Kid Rock. Look that shit up. It's true. Uh, now, I'm going to go, but I got one bit of information for you. I am sipping fucking coffee out of the new Me Right Now mugs. They're going up this week. I will post about it when they do go up so you can fucking buy them for yourself. And we can all sip out of the brand new, sexy hot, 
Me Right Now mugs together while you listen to the show. We'll be fucking sipping coffee out of our Me Right Now mugs. It's going to be fucking great. But yeah, that uh, I'm going to wrap it up now. That concludes today's Sunday service. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I had a fucking blast. Can't get enough of these fucking crazy people. I'll never get enough of them. Uh, it's I'm un, I'm in, it's in, uh, 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 insatiable was the word I was searching searching for searching for insatiable was the word I was searching for. Anyway, clearly it's time for me to go now. Uh, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. If you're listening to it on a day that is not Sunday, enjoy the rest of your other day. Because as we all know, we can listen to Sunday service on any day. It is not specific to Sunday. We can worship together whenever you fucking want. Okay, uh, I love you all. I'm excited to get fucking my second vax on Tuesday. I want to be in the fucking world unmasked. Um, If you haven't gotten your vax yet, I urge you to do so, but not too strongly. Because I don't want anybody, I don't want anybody fucking be crying about how everybody's forcing them to do it. But yeah, get the fucking vax. Thank you. All right, I will talk to you all during the week for our weekly non-Sunday service episode. And uh, yeah, you'll hear me again then. Uh, I love you all. Take care of yourselves. And I will talk to you soon. Okay.